super dope. Hey, what's up? Nice three-week break, eh? Wasn't on purpose, I swear to God. Uh, if you can hear it in my voice, I've just been very sick. Um, also, a lot of other things, like time-wise, I, I don't really want to get into it and bore you with it. I'm here to talk about some Dragon Ball stuff, surprisingly. So, chapter spoilers for um, chapter 78 just dropped a little earlier today. Uh, full detailed summary, I'm not going to go into it and break everything down, but I will be talking about some of the broad strokes. I'll break it down in full detail when the chapter drops uh, with GB next week. So um, I am going to be talking about the spoilers here if you don't want to hear them. I don't know, man, fucking fast forward or something. Who knows? I'm also going to talk about the new Dragon Ball game that was announced today uh, and, you know, just some other shit that I've had going on in the last few weeks toward the end. So that way, uh, I don't know. I can fucking talk to you. Is that cool? I just want to talk to you. Is that all right? God damn. All right. So chapter 78 spoilers. Three, I guess, uh, three or four big things I want to talk about uh, briefly. Um, I think most of these things I predicted last month. I had a few people reach out and be like, oh, man, wish is whack. You called it, though. It's like, yeah, I did. Uh, if you didn't listen, uh, there's a link in the show notes uh, to an episode I did with Ray Sean on his podcast a couple of weeks back where it, it's, a, it's a pretty fun episode. I get a little carried away because I was very sick and all hopped up on cough medicine and angry and shit. So if you want to hear me freak out and like have to take really long breaths in between my sentences because I was dying, go check that out. Links are in the show notes. But some things in these spoilers, um, specifically the wish that is seemingly made in this chapter, I did call, and it's a very simple wish. Make Gas the strongest in the universe, and now he supersedes Granola in terms of that pecking order. Pretty obvious in my eyes. Saw some people suggest some other wild shit. Some gone so far as to suggest, like, <laughs> they're gonna wish back Bardock so that way Granola, uh, excuse me, Gas can get, like, proper revenge or whatever. Whew, man. What the f Why? Why would he do that? Anyway, um, I did fully expect this month to be Bardock Flashback Part 2. I will say that, and it seems that's not what it's going to be. We're going to get a very action-packed chapter with Gas versus uh, Granola and Goku. The The summary, I'm not going to read the full summary because honestly, like, it's soulless and long. It's super long. Uh, and I, I'm not really interested in breaking that down until I have visuals to go with it, you know? But... In the chapter, it seems like the wish is made off screen. Like, uh, they realize that the dragon has been summoned, and then suddenly, like, the dark clouds clear up, and Gas and Maki show up, and Gas is a big boy now. Not Lil Gas. <sighs> Dragon Ball exclusives, man. Ugh. Stop doing shit like that. Anyway, um, we don't see the wish made on screen. So there have been some people theorizing that this potentially isn't even gas with the wish. This could just be like a transformation for him or him like powered up or whatever. And we have yet to see the wish. That could be it. Who knows? Um, I do think that the wish was made though. What I think is interesting about the fact that it's made off screen. Well, presumably it's made off screen, right? Is that Alec has no reason to show up to this fight now. Like, Gas is going to be able to take care of business, presumably, right? We don't have an idea, I don't think anyway, on the cool uh, cooldown time for these Dragon Balls, like how long until you can use them again for another wish. Possibility it could be immediate. 
maybe Alec is off regathering those two Dragon Balls as Gas and Maki uh, take on the, the gang of Goku, Vegeta, and Granola. That would be an interesting twist uh, if there's like a second wish made. Um, in that episode with Rayshawn I referenced, I, I talk about how much I fucking hate Manito. I actually might have talked about it with Hayden, too. Um, by the way, the last chapter review, I know it's probably because I haven't put out a new episode in three weeks, but one of the most downloaded, heavily downloaded episodes we've had ever. I think it brought in a lot of new listeners, so if that's the case, welcome aboard, happy you're here. I think it's also funny that my Vic episodes continue to be the most highly downloaded month after month after month for like the last two and a half years. That's very funny to me. Uh, if if I pissed you off with the Vic stuff, it's cool. We can be friends anyway. Water under the bridge now, right? Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens if a second wish is made, if the first wish was in fact ever made. I think the design of this bigger gas is is pretty cool. I mean, he looks like he's a fucking giant. One shot I saw of him, like he's um, kind of like up in the front, like several feet in front of uh, Oil and Maki. So like Oil, I believe, is already like a pretty big guy. Uh, he looks huge in comparison to him, but he's also several feet in the foreground in comparison. So um, be interested to see how big he actually is. He seems like he's got some really cool powers reminiscent of um, Arts. That's his name. From Super Dragon Ball Hero. Like that shit? Sometimes we do that. Oh man, it's been a long three weeks. I'm so fucking out of it. But um, yes. Also, the last thing that I've been kind of waiting for uh, it to come around in this arc. Well, uh, uh, that and OG73. I think OG73 is completely out of the picture now, which is funny as fuck to me. Such an Could have been such a big, important part of, of this arc, relegated to just, like, the setup exposition dump at the beginning. Like, what the fuck, man? What a waste. Uh, I've been waiting for that last Senzu bean to come into play. And when Vegeta tossed off his shit, when he went Ultra Ego a few months back, there was, at the time... This like little extra extra side panel thing in um, Shonen Jump. And uh, I believe they put it on the official Dragon Ball website and all that too. But they showed like an x-ray of what the inside of Vegeta's armor looks like and basically showed us that it has pockets and that there's a sensu bean in those pockets. Like it was just a way to remind us that Vegeta put, tucked that sensu bean away into his armor and he in fact tucked it away into a fucking pocket. Not just, um, you know whatever between his i don't know what the fuck would that be called jumpsuit is spandex is it spandex i guess uh, not like just between that and his armor and he lost his enzu bean it's firmly placed in a pocket in his armor and i was like all right cool thanks for reminding us i wonder if that's going to come into play and seemingly it will um it looks like vegeta's going to get that last sensu bean goku tells him to eat it so that way he can get powerful again, go ultra ego and whoop this dude's ass. But, um, seems like Vegeta's pretty adamant about, uh, Granola being the one to take it and be the one to, uh, defeat gas and get his revenge all proper, which I gotta say last month, man, I was super pissed. Big long detour in the name of nothing it, to me, it seemed. Um, and I did think they were setting this arc up to be a Vegeta win. I'm a little bummed, obviously, as we all are. Every fucking arc. It's not going to, in fact, be that. But 
I think for like a story, from a storytelling perspective, it would be very satisfying if Granola does manage to defeat these guys who, you know, we learned last month killed his mom and have been using him for his uh, services, if you will, for the last 40 years. And it looks like we're going to get a cool flashback there, too, of um, basically the Heat is like enlisting Granola's help and with Minaito as the person who uh, kind of you know, brokers the deal there. So overall, Chapter 78 looks like it's going to be, I think anyway, a big improvement over last month's uh, chapter. Don't get me wrong, the Bardock stuff visually was very cool, the fight was very cool, but doesn't make a ton of sense to me to try to tie that in, other than their ability to say, hey look, we brought Bardock in, and have everybody talk about Bardock. Like, why they did it, it's the fan service before the shitstorm. Okay, that's... But it was. But, you know, more people were happy with it than weren't happy with it. I'm obviously in the minority, as I said last week or last month or whenever the fuck I did that. It's been a million years, it seems. Um, yeah. So 78 looks like it's on the up so far. I can't wait for the full thing to drop. I believe it drops this coming Saturday. Is that the 20th? I'm recording this on Tuesday night. Been tough to keep track of the days lately. But neither here nor there. I also woke up to news this morning of a new Dragon Ball game coming out called Dragon Ball Breakers. And uh, I think it's a really interesting concept for the game. Also, though, much like, uh, you know, what we're doing with Dragon Ball Superhero, uh, excuse me, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Can't forget that fucking second super. Uh, much like the fan reaction for Dragon Ball Super Superhero, I feel like this video game might get a similar sort of reaction. People are going to be either super excited to get something new and different, or they're going to be like, what the hell is this new and different thing? I wanted, you know, Xenoverse 3 or, uh, you know, Fighters 2 or whatever. Um, this game coincidentally is made by Dimps, the people who developed Xenoverse 2. But uh, I'm going to read you just a couple of quick paragraphs from this from this um, announcement article they put out on dragon-ball-official.com. Like they got a like, do you think Dragon Ball official without the dashes was taken? I bet you that's what it is. Dragon-Ball-Official.com Anyway, Dragon Ball The Breakers has been confirmed for release in 2022. In a first among Dragon Ball games, Breakers will feature asynchronous... <laughs> Jesus. Feature asynchronous multiplayer online action with a group of players competing against one. For those of you who just can't wait for the full release, a global beta will also be coming to Steam. Word, bird. Battles will be fought amongst eight players who will be divided into one attacker, aka the raider, and seven survivors, whose job it is to, you guessed it, survive. The survivors must seek to escape via a fracture in time created by the super time machine, all while avoiding the clutches of the merciless raider, whose sole mission is to eradicate all the survivors. Um, and like for the artwork here, it, they're using Cell a ton. You watch the trailer, pretty much all the gameplay footage, or uh, I don't know if it's actually gameplay footage. It could be cutscene footage, I guess. It's all based within the Cell saga, mostly in the beginning of it, like when he's walking around, like fucking draining people's bodies and shit for their power so he can power up, you know? That horror movie little uh, arc of Dragon Ball. Like, that's some scary Dragon Ball. Anyway, next paragraph. The Raider may be alone, but they have more than enough power to make up for it. 
Plus, by fulfilling certain conditions, they will gradually grow even stronger. Should they reach their final form, they'll attain power unbeknownst to all and become capable of eviscerating all the survivors in one fell sweep. Almost like a super Kamehameha or some shit. That was my own editorial note. That was not part of the article. Uh, what makes this game truly unique is that the team of survivors is comprised of regular civilians. And then they give you some text about what I was just talking about. Take a moment to cast your mind back to the cell arc. Imagine you were a humble civilian going about your day in Gingertown when the terrifying cell appeared in search of life force to observe. What ensued must have been the most horrifying game of hide-and-seek of all time. Hell yeah! Now what if we told you that in Breakers, you play as civilians just like them? That's like nightmare-inducing to me, dude, I don't know. But how can a group of near-powerless survivors possibly hope to survive an assault from the evil raider? That's what I'm saying. Simple. You'll have to use the items scattered around the map the skills you have at your disposal, and the quote-unquote dragon change move, which temporarily imbues you with the power of a Z-Fighter. Alright, but which Z-Fighter are we talking about? Yamcha getting his fucking hand through his thorax like Dr. Jiro, that power? Or is it like Goku before he takes the heart medicine? Is it like Vegeta after he pops out the room of space and time? Spirit and time? What's it called? Who cares? By using those three tools, choosing when it's best to run and when it's best to stand and fight, and by activating the super time machine without a moment's delay, you might just make it out alive. So, it looks like a fun, different kind of Dragon Ball game, which I'm all, uh, I'm all about that. I'll definitely download it, buy it, whatever, um, just as I do pretty much every Dragon Ball game that comes out, because uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but Dragon Ball is... Uh, Something that I really like. So, I will check out this game for sure. A lot of the, uh, I, like I said, not sure if it's gameplay or cutscene stuff. It looks like cutscene stuff. But Bulma and Oolong are heavily, heavily featured. Um, and I can just, or I can already imagine, you know, the fucking, the boys out there being like, I don't want to play as a stupid girl. Or a, a pig-headed little dummy with a bazooka. I'm not going to be able to use a bazooka to kill Cell. I'm a pig. And shit like that. Already imagined it happening. Um, I just think it'll be cool to break up the monotony. Although Xenoverse 2 and Fighters ha are two very different games. Like, it's cool to have fighters in there. Uh, no matter how I feel about the community. Um, it's cool to have, like, a proper fighting game. Versus Xenoverse's kind of open world, build a character, complete missions kind of uh, format. But, uh... This asynchronous? Why the fuck can I say that word? The, the word or the term I keep seeing it tossed around with this game is asymmetrical multiplayer. I can't give you any examples really of an asymmetrical multiplayer that I've played, but I do know that the most recent Friday the 13th game, which I think was universally panned, I don't know if I'm making that up, I feel like it's a similar thing to that where like one of you plays as Jason and you want to kill everybody. And then the other seven people in your you know, game are trying to not get killed and hopefully kill you. Same kind of idea here, I guess. It'll be cool. I'll check it out for sure. Uh, Dragon Breakers? I, I mean, it's tough for me, man, because I hear the word Breakers. I'm from Rhode Island, you know? And the Breakers is like this uh, historical, super rich mansion that uh, actually Brandon, you guys know Brandon probably. He hasn't been around for a minute, but um, he works there worked there i think worked uh given like tours and shit like 
this crazy expensive crazy rich mansion from like the I don't know, mid-1800s or something, like a fucking, literally a room. Like, all of it's just gilded with gold. That that kind of rich person shit. So whenever I hear the term breakers, I'm like, the breakers, yeah, that rich person place. But no, now it's Dragon Ball Breakers, which I presume is short for time breakers or whatever. Anyway, new video games are cool. Want to know what new video game I played? I've been playing the Halo Infinite beta since it dropped yesterday. Um, just the multiplayer campaign, I think, is coming out in like two or three weeks. I never played the campaigns on Halo games, though. All about that multiplayer shit. And so far, it's been a pretty polarizing game. Like, uh, I'm in one pretty active uh, Halo group, and uh, people either absolutely love it or absolutely hate it. Um, but I think people mostly hate it because it's brand new, and they're still very much... Uh, you know, playing Halo 5, like, we played Halo 5 for six goddamn years, you know? And I think Halo 5 is one of the better multiplayers out there in terms of Halo. Like, probably the best Halo multiplayer in my memory since Halo 2, uh, but also, like, so long ago. I'm sure nostalgia is kind of clouding my judgment there. Um, I dig it, though. It's, it's a little bit different than the last game. The big draw for me in the last game was, like, permanent thrusters, like, boost jetpacks, whatever, like, as the sound it makes, as I like, around the corner. Those are gone, mostly. Like, you can pick it up as, like, a piece of equipment throughout the map now, and a lot of people equate some of the new mechanics of the game to something like Apex or Call of Duty or something like that. And uh, somebody who's, I'm somebody who's played those games a handful of times each. Like, I don't know them very well, but I can see what they mean there. Uh, I just think it's kind of an adjustment thing now for us hardcore Halo kids who are going to play it regardless. Um, the one thing, and it, it's still in beta, so it's tough to say if this will be a permanent thing. I cannot imagine that it will. Is uh, any ranked matches we're playing right now? It's like four out of five of them are either capture the flag or oddball or territories or whatever. And uh, I just want to fucking kill people like Slayer style in a video game. You know what I mean? So... Little annoying, I can't turn off those, um, what's the word, objective games. I uh, just want just to shoot a motherfucker with my BR. BR default loadouts, very cool. Happy to have that back. It, uh, it functions like the Halo 2 BR, which is dope. Um, but yeah, excited to see what's going to happen with this game. If you play, let me know, man. Shoot me a message uh, at DBSuperDope on Instagram, at DBSuperDope1 on Twitter. Facebook, Super Dope Podcast, all the links are in the show notes. Uh, go check it out, follow our shit, helps, uh, helps to hear from you. You know what I mean? We're a weirdo fucking community. Um, last couple things, right? Uh, Marvel shit, right? So, I saw Eternals. I'm not going to ruin anything, no spoilers here, so don't freak out. Um, I saw Eternals, and I'll tell you this, man. Not very good. Like, at all. There were some cool moments, a couple cool scenes. And even those couple cool moments and couple cool scenes, like as I think about them again, and I'm like, what makes that list for me? What is my couple cool moments, couple cool scenes list? What is it? And I think about the things that make that list and I'm like, mm, kind of lowered my bar on my couple cool moments, couple cool scenes list, you know? It's a movie that is very grand in scale. And, uh, it's a grand cast, like, and by grand, I mean too fucking big. The cast is too big, and the movie suffers immensely 
because of it. But also, like, the pacing of the film is fucking atrocious at points. Like, ugh. They're, like, they're, they're current in time. They're getting the band back together, for lack of a better fucking term. And then it's, like, they're they're back in time a thousand years doing another thing in another ancient part of the world, being important there, too. And even though you see them, like, uh, sprawled out throughout the history of the world at certain points throughout the film, I'm not spoiling anything here, but even though you see moments like that, it's still hard for me to like any of them as characters because, I don't know, you see them do these things in very big, broad strokes. Again, there's a, it's a cast of 10 fucking people. It's just very hard to give anybody the time they need to become a character you really care about. It's very, like, surface-level kind of motivations in a lot of senses. Um, like, the, the chick who played Cersei was great, but... Also, Cersei could not be, like, any less um, exciting as a protagonist of the film. Because uh, you don't get to know her enough. Also, I feel bad for that motherfucker who played Jon Snow. Saw him at the beginning of the film, I'm like, oh, that's cool, he's in this. Dope. Wonder what he's... Well, I kind of already knew what he was going to be, candidly, but... The way they use him in the movie, it's like... The fuck was Jon Snow even here for? That's my spoiler-free Eternals review. Go see it at your own risk if you want to fucking waste 15 bucks and two hours and 40 minutes of your life. Me and Feds and Scott went a couple weeks back, and uh, all I'll say is, man, I'm glad we went out drinking some beers beforehand, because if I hadn't, legit, an hour into the movie, the four people in front of us got up and left. And I was like, man, all four got to go to the bathroom at the same time, huh? Nope. They had to all leave at the same time because that's how little they enjoyed the film. And then the last thing, uh, just very quickly, I'm just kind of excited about it. Um, also a little like scared about it. If you haven't listened to um, an episode I did, I, I guess at the beginning of the year, it's called The Problem with WandaVision. And you watched WandaVision, you know, if, you, if those two conditions, you know. Um, if you haven't heard it, go check it out if you have watched WandaVision, but basically my problem, I think with WandaVision and something that I've had to like, uh, coach myself on ever since is the disappointment of my expectations of the storyline not playing out as I predicted. So like, I'm like, Ooh, theory crafting week to week, watching the episodes. It's gotta be this character. This has got to happen. We're going to end up here and, and this person's going to show up and then none of that shit happens. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck this sucks not necessarily you know it doesn't necessarily suck but it wasn't done in the way in which um you uh, expected it to and like that level of disappointment somehow like impact your ability to judge it subjectively or objectively objectively right fucking I, you'd think i'd know the difference between those two by now anyway i'm a little worried that spider-man far from home is shaping up to be something like that for a lot of people not myself, because I've already had this conversation with myself several times uh, since WandaVision. Because the way WandaVision wrapped up, I was a little disappointed. But watching it again, I'm like, actually, this is a good story and it makes sense and it's entertaining. And I have to put aside my own like crazy theory crafting bullshit and, uh, you know, look at the story for what it is as opposed to what I thought that it could be. Because uh, sometimes us as fans, we write better stories in our heads than what they're capable of of pulling off in the end or what they're capable of doing because of like licensing deals and, you know, characters being shared among studios or whatever. There's a, a million reasons, but 
Sometimes our expectations exceed what the actual fucking final product is, but it doesn't necessarily reflect poorly on the final product. I'm worried Spider-Man with uh, the new trailer just dropped a couple of hours ago. And uh, I'm a little worried people have been so dialed into the idea of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield both being in this film. And, And I think there's a very good chance that they will be. Okay, there's a huge chance that they will be. It would be dope if it was. It would make all the sense in the world if it was, given what we know about the plot so far. But there's a possibility that, uh, like, and then what makes me say this is, as Andrew Garfield said it on some fucking Good Morning America shit, like yesterday or the day before. Like, no, seriously, I'm not in this movie. And I'm like, yeah, sure you're not, Andrew Garfield. Sure you're not. Then I started thinking, I'm like, hmm, what if he's not? What if Toby's not even in this shit? As like some kind of grand elder master Spider-Man, you know what I mean? We're going to all be very bummed because we have this expectation in our heads for like a live action Spider-Verse movie now. And there's a very good possibility that neither of these actors will be in the film. Now, I hope they are. I think there's a, I think there's a good possibility they will be, but the possibility exists that they won't. And if they aren't in this film... And we all just need to fucking take a breath and get over it and uh, try to judge the film for what it is and not what we all um, theory crafted, you know, about what it could be over the last year. Um, I'm excited for the film. The new trailer is dope as hell. Uh, Alfred Molina is going to be awesome again as Doc Ock. We got a cool little snippet of a Norman Osborn uh, Green Goblin uh, monologue, which I think will be very cool. Got a silhouette of the Sandman. I think we see an outline of the lizard at a certain point. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Um, we're one villain short of a, sinister, of a Sinister Six here, right? I'm excited for that movie. December 17th cannot get here soon enough. But uh, in the meantime, you know, we got this Dragon Ball chapter to look forward to. I'm going to keep playing this Halo beta, uh, Halo Infinite. I got to get used to saying that because I keep wanting to say Halo 6, you know? But it's not that. It's Halo Infinite. Keep playing that beta. Try to forget about the Eternals. And just get a hype for Spider-Man. Man? So, quick episode today. Um, again, I appreciate you guys. Um, like, like, traffic has not changed at all in the last three weeks for me. This is probably the longest time I've gone without putting out a new episode. Maybe there was a month stretch a couple of years back where I was, like, real depressed. But, um... I'm happy to say the last three weeks wasn't because of like depression or anything. I mean, some things have happened, but uh, it's kind of like me having to deal with other people's situations uh, as opposed to my own health situations. But also that cold, man. I had a terrible sinus infection, just absolutely kicked the shit out of me. Still don't feel right. You can probably hear it in my voice, but um, yeah, I think we're back to regularly scheduled programming for uh, at least the next month or so. We'll see what happens around Christmas, New Year's. Um, I don't know if we'll do a New Year's show proper this year. Usually we do something, I think. I don't think we did anything last year, do we? I don't know, man. COVID, 2020 years. This was a fucking weird year. Changed this whole fucking show, that's for sure. We'll see what we're doing for New Year's, but I do want to get um, listener surveys out. We haven't done those in a couple years, so be on the lookout for those. I'll probably send them to, if you're on the mailing list, there, there is a mailing list that I have. It's not a big mailing list because I do a terrible job uh, maintaining shit like that. But um, 
I'll, you know, send it out to the mailing list. Uh, send it to you guys. Links on um, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. Uh, and I'm sure I'll plug it here on the podcast. But yeah, listener feedback surveys are cool. Because I get to know what you guys like about the show. What you'd like us to do. How you found us. Like all that podcast uh, demographic data I'm interested in collecting anyway. Yeah, I'm also working on uh, pitching a new podcast. I can't say a ton about it because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're pitching somebody who you have no business being in the same room with. But I have a really good idea on how we could do it. It's a cast member of a television show that I am uh, a big fan of. And uh, I've been in at least initial contact with him and his management. So um, the guy's in the Discord now. If you're not in the Discord, you don't know. You know? Uh, there's links in the show notes if you want to go join that community. It's just basically just a big group chat with a handful of us just talking about video games and Dragon Ball and whatever the hell else. But uh, those guys know. But um, yeah, that's also been taking up a lot of my time the last couple of weeks, trying to put my best foot forward on that project. So I don't know, just like keep your fingers crossed for me, I guess. Um, the idea that this guy is even aware of the show that I'm trying to pitch him is a big deal to me, but having to go through the proper channels of like a Beverly fucking Hills Hollywood manager type is, um, a little daunting. You know, they got better people to talk to than me, I'm sure. But also like, I think I got a good show on our hands here and we could make some money with it maybe. So let's do it. I'm saying so just like, keep your fingers crossed for me. Say a prayer or the fuck y'all do. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for Super Dope this week. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Apple Podcasts, hit your Spotify, rate, review the show. That shit helps us out. Us means me. Good reviews are good, man. You know why? Because it's social proof. It's good stuff. People see that you cared enough to say a nice thing. And they're like, man, maybe this show don't suck. Maybe I'll check it out. It actually reminds me, we got a review that I've yet to read on the show for you. So let me do that. This one is from Boston Andres123. So I assume he's from Boston, which is like, you know, 45 minutes north of me. And uh, his first name, Andres, seems uh, very similar to my last name. Uh, five stars. Awesome. I found this podcast a couple weeks back, and I look forward to every episode. These guys have their DB facts straight. Keep at it, guys. That's what's up. I appreciate you, man. That's a very nice uh, review to get, mainly because um, we don't get them frequent. We don't get them frequently enough. We don't get them enough. Uh, you want to leave us a review? Links are in the show notes. And I uh, will talk to you guys next week to break down the full chapter seventy-eight with GB. Maybe we got Ray Sean or somebody else. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. But uh, three weeks while making a podcast felt real weird. That's probably why I blew up on Rayshon's podcast, yelling at people and shit. Yelling at him. Not like at him, but like, you know, in his ears and shit. Go check it out, dude. Link's in the show notes. I'm all hopped up on cough medicine. Shit's fun. Hopped up on all that cough medicine.